0: Okay. All right. Everybody ready? Let's do it. Buckle up. I'm Kristen and I'm Jess and we are Swifties, Swifties Anonymous. So welcome to Swifties Anonymous friends and Swifties and others and anonymous people <laughs> who may not or yeah, may not be Swifties. Yeah, so who's anonymous in this? Are we anonymous? I think we're anonymous even though yeah, it says Kristen and Jess, but that's mm, pretty anonymous. Anonymous enough. Um, so today we are diving into a new album. Well not, I mean new as in 12 years old or however long. <laughs> yeah. 11. Um 11 years. I can't do that. I think. Right. Yeah. yeah. it was 2010. Oh, let's say the name of the album. It's called oh. Speak Now. <laughs> Speak Now. Have had you listened to it before this No. Like in depth? Not really, no. And in- it, I mean, I didn't really listen at the time Yeah, same Obviously, at all um, I mean, I knew some of the hits, like mine and Oh, Back to mean. December <laughs> Yeah, Mean Yeah, yeah. but that, pretty much the same Like, this was definitely during the dark years of my Swiftiness <laughs> The Swiftiness years Because <laughs> I listened to Fearless, and then I went dark And then I didn't listen again till 1989, so Yep, we missed out on a lot a For lot. sure Yeah, I definitely slept on this album, even since becoming a full-on Swifty. I was just like, I mean, Speak Now, I guess it has some hits, like whatever. Yeah. But then the past like month or so, (laughs) I feel like I've really missed out because this album is good. It's very good. Yeah, I feel like it always kind of felt like just a weird transitional, still country, not quite pop. exact Kind of album. And I don't know, I just kind of like discounted it in my brain. Like, yeah, Speak Now. But Yeah, me too. Yeah, I think it must be just like the country pop aspect of it. Um, But and I still, you know, I'm not a huge fan of that as a genre, just in general. But I mean, the songs are so good. I will overlook it and I will listen. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you. Yes. Is this Taylor Swift's best album? <laughs> <laughs> is it? No, I don't know. Do you think but it is? Maybe. Um, I think it's up there. It's higher it's than up there. people want to give it credit for. I think it's. It, it we're probably not the only ones to sleep on it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely have a newfound appreciation for it, and I feel like as we go further in, I'm going to feel that way about every album. So, but true, it's it's a great it's a great album. It really is. I think it's creeping up there. I think I like it better than Fearless. I mean, <laughs> yeah. As far as Because it is hard, I have mixed feelings. Exactly, yeah. Because Fearless is nostalgic, but Speak Now isn't, and it's. But I do feel like the album itself, like, I mean, Taylor's getting a lot more mature. She's, you know, it's more real. Like she's talking a little bit more from real life instead of just fairy tales. And yeah, there's there's definitely an aspect of that that I like a lot more. Yeah, and like she's exploring different themes in this, and yeah, and the fact that it we're not blinded by nostalgia. Yeah, exactly. Like just listening to it, basically completely fresh, Mm -hmm. and still being like, okay, yeah, this is really good. Yeah, yeah. So I think that counts for something. Yeah, it's kind of interesting to see like how she's she feels a lot more grown up from Fearless. Like she has a more mature perspective on things a little bit. I mean, she's still like she kind of talks about like revenge and yeah stuff like that. But yeah, she still has her petty side for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but I still feel like she gives people, which we'll get into it more, even like with innocent. Yeah. I think she's she still gives people like the benefit of the doubt. Like I feel like she's Definitely. still not a cynical she gets later. I don't know. Yeah, that yeah, that's absolutely true. This album is pretty like savage. Like she comes for some people. <laughs> yeah. Big time. And like in a way that these songs are Some of them are very obviously about someone specific. And I feel like later, you know, as her career grows and she matures, she gets a little less specific. But this one is like the call out album. Yeah, I know. I was I was reading about that. Like, I didn't realize some of them I knew pretty obviously. But I mean, this is like pretty her life is getting really like public publicized yeah. so everyone's like obsessed with knowing who it's about who the songs are about and she she makes it pretty clear like you said like it's yeah very little guessing <laughs> i mean there's like five or six celebrities like off the top of my head that you yeah. know she is specifically calling out yeah it's, it's just, very it's cool. i mean speak now is a very appropriate title y- yeah so um about that <laughs> Speaking of know, which, did you know that this album was originally going to be called enchanted I did read that a while ago and then I immediately forgot until I saw it in your notes <laughs> oh yeah yeah I actually didn't I don't think I knew that which I feel like would be really similar to fearless yes like it has that same fairy tale thing so I'm glad that she didn't do that yeah because this album is not very fairy tale like no like a ty- I mean, like, a little bit enchanted yeah. a little bit but not nearly as much as fearless um I yeah. think I mean speak now is a like very accurate apropos whatever. Mm-hmm. Which, I think I'm misusing that title, but I also think I feel like Sparks yeah. Fly would also be a good title okay. for some reason. So when I, have anytime I just see the album cover for Speak Now, Sparks Fly comes into in my head. That's um, I don't know about you. It, Is that literally just me? the same? Like yeah, really? I think oh, I don't know yes, why. because that song was so. Uh, I don't think it was super insanely popular, but it definitely was. Yeah, um, but yeah, I the same. I see the album cover and I. Barks flies in my head and not speak now. Yeah, the I song. mean if you, this. Speak now. The song is like not for being the title track. It's not really one of her best on the album, according to my opinion. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean it's yeah, it's not a bad song by any means, but yeah, there so much better songs. But that there is really such, is such a good title. It fits so well. It does. Yeah. So I guess should I go ahead and t- talk about this interview with Scott Borchetta? yeah your do favorite it. so um, this is an interview from him the uh ceo president of big machine records he said that the album's original title was enchanted and he explained we were at lunch obviously with taylor and she had played me a bunch of new songs i looked at her and i'm like taylor this record isn't about fairy tales in high school anymore that's not where you not where you're at i don't think the record should be called enchanted he was right okay <laughs> he was right good call scott yeah good job one one Scott, Taylor Zero. No, I'm just kidding. She'll come back. <laughs> okay, after the discussion, Swift then excused herself from the table. By the time she came back, she had the Speak Now title, which comes closer to representing the evolution that the album represents in her career and in her still young and her still young understanding of the world. So did she come up with the album title first, or did she write the song? <laughs> or was was the album I don't done? Know. I think I'm getting to it's well, definitely unnecessary to worry about that, but now I'm just I wondering. Don't know. Well, it's it's interesting because, like it says, um, Speak Now represents the evolution in her career and her still young understanding of the world, but that's not really what the song Speak Now is about. No, definitely At not. All. So, No. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. Never mind. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I found it interesting about this album that it was that it's actually a loose concept album i that love that she's described it i love that too i did not know that yeah like yeah me either because i always thought maybe like red and reputation i've always felt like were her most like obvious concept albums ish mm-hmm. but this i was like you know what she's right yeah she is <laughs> It and is. That, oh, i love like thinking about that and then listening to the album again Yeah, because it really, like, it shows how much effort she puts into the album as a whole, as a work of art, and not just the singles, or, Mm -hmm. you know, not just individual songs that are going to get the most radio play. Yeah. Oh, and the concept, I guess, is that, (laughs) I guess I didn't say this. She (laughs) said, each song is a different confession to a person. Um, And she said in an online chat, in the past few years, I've experienced a lot of things I've been dying to write about. A lot of things I wanted to say in the moment that I didn't. So I mean... it It makes so much sense now yeah yeah it's yeah it's so um it's super cohesive yeah which is really like sonically lyrically thematically everything yeah and I think that is even if the songs don't necessarily connect to one another or share like a full story um the cohesiveness of everything really make it concepty yeah I love that And you can really see her um, exploring different sounds and things, too, but still in a way that makes sense when you listen to it, you know? Yeah. Does that make sense? No. And it's interesting because I was thinking about that, too. Like, the sound. Like, she has some orchestra, some full-on orchestra and a couple songs, some strings. And then she's got, like, the one song that sounds like a Paramore song. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) pop punk, I guess you could call it. (laughs) Yeah. Or something. Or something. uh, Yeah. She's experimenting with different... Sounds, and it's it's really cool. It pays off for sure because she is able to figure out what works and what yeah. might not. But mm-hmm. you know what? It's all about speaking now. It is, and I think just as we're going through this album, mm-hmm. we should, as we're talking about each song, we should figure out who the confession is to. <laughs> I mean, some are going to be obvious, yeah. but some are quite obvious. But yeah, the ones it that might aren't, be kind of fun. Yep, I'm in. <laughs> okay, I'm definitely going to forget this. Yeah, me too. Immediately. I kind don't of like our, our whole cocktail bit in the first oh, well, few episodes. Oh, that well, was, that was a lot to keep up with. And I don't know. Maybe one day we'll come back and get... Maybe. That's where the anonymous lies. I'm not going to lie. I don't know enough about cocktails to actually speak with any authority on that, on I the feel matter. I like just this album should be like some sort of drink that's like different <gasps> with, colors, like a splash of cranberry juice or like grenadine or something that makes it like whoosh and like red Empress and pink. Gin? <gasps> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Yes. I mean, that is the purple color. It is the purple color. It's the color, the dress. Like, okay. If you don't know what Empress Jin is, just Google a picture of it and you will be just I In awe. It's so pretty. <laughs> it's very pretty. So a fun fact about this album that's my favorite fact is that this was completely self-written. That's amazing. And I mean we've talked about how every Taylor Swift album has, you know, a good amount of cringe on it. And this album is no exception. But (laughs) I think, I mean, there is some definite cringe moments. But as far as like the songs that I really like, you know, even some of her songs have that I love have some just like a cringy lyric or two. Not this one, like the songs that are cringy, the whole song is cringy. You know, it's not like, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's like, these songs are so good. And the most part and just they are to know that she wrote them herself is pretty amazing she i mean some of her best songs might be on this album for sure oh i was just gonna ask do you know how many other albums she wrote entirely by herself i think this is the only one that's like straight up the songwriting credits are just Mm -hmm. just her okay taylor swift all the way down cool um but she wrote it kind of in response to um you know, Fearless got all this critical acclaim and some people were like, Oh, well, she just relies on her co-writers. Oh, um, they. She was like, Oh, okay, if that's what you think. Why you gotta be so mean? Exactly. I mean, come- <laughs> um, the one exception though is on the deluxe edition, so this doesn't really count. Um, there is one song that's co-written by Martin Johnson of the band Boys Like Girls. Wait, which song? <laughs> um, if this were a movie <laughs> What? I did not see that on the Spotify Deluxe version. But... Is it on there? Like, yeah. Oh. Okay. I don't know. I mean, he, he has... They wrote a couple songs together. They wrote one for the Hannah Montana movie and then that other Boys Like Girls song that she was on. Crazier? No. Um, oh. The one for Hannah Montana that wasn't Crazier. Um, I can't remember. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the hoedown throwdown. Yes, that's that. <laughs> Um, But that, I, I mean... That doesn't count to me. That doesn't nah, take away from... No. Nah. Because... Especially because the deluxe edition, like, I don't, like, care about. Oh, okay. But yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I actually... I love the acoustic version of Back to December. Oh, it's so good. But other than that, like, the, uh, the songs aren't really super close to my heart. But anyway. Oh, I do have another really dumb fun fact. Not dumb. Just kind of random. Um, So this album won... Two or not one, but it received—I don't know what the right word is here—two Guinness World Records. Oh, for fastest-selling digital album by a female artist and fastest-selling album in the U.S. by a female country artist. Which wow, wants a very specific category. Like, <laughs> does she still hold the Wait, um, records? You think? I don't know. I didn't want to dig too deep because I was wondering yeah. the same, and then I was like, <sighs> yeah. Well, as of twenty ten. <laughs> she had those records yeah cool. so that's kind of kind of interesting and random i mean imagine like buying digital records i feel like now it would be more about streaming so it's possible she holds that yeah i don't know well is there anything else you want to say about the album as a whole or should we start digging in i think uh i think we did it oh wait i had one (laughs) sorry i had one other fun fact (laughs) do it um mr nashville our best friend did he did play electric guitar on this album that makes me so happy Okay, thank you, Mr. Nashville. Because I was worried, because I was like, "Oh no! Like he's her touring guitarist. Like, what if he wasn't on the album? No, he was. So nice, nice. listed under personnel, pretty close to the bottom. So that made me sad. He deserves better. (laughs) But Uh, we love you, Mr. Nashville. Please come on our show. Um, (sighs) No joke. We gotta catch him before they tour again. True. What if what if concerts come back and he's gone for a year? I can't even think about what a Taylor Swift concert will be like if she comes back. I can't even. I can't think <laughs> about it. I just want her to play on like a rooftop. Yes. And you like a secret show like the uh, that old Beatles concert, um, like the mm-hmm. last one they ever played. You know the one. I know the one that I want her to do that, but I don't want it to be the last one she ever plays. Also, just a little side note, is 1989 going to be released before Red, Taylor's version? <sighs> I mean, I feel like she's just trolling us at this point. But, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see. I mean, at this point, it's... She should do, like, listening parties, like Kanye style. Yes. Like, one where she is in an empty arena, and one where she's in a completely, like, full arena, and then the other one where she's on a a stoop, and it looks like the brand new album art for The Devil and God Are Raging Inside Me. (laughs) You really thought a lot about this. Yes. (laughs) All right, let's get into mine. Let's... You were in college working part time waiting tables, left a small town, never looked back. So I forgot so how, how to you start feel about this song. I actually really like it. London, do you remember this when it was a big hit? I I do. And I remember the music video too. I don't know where I would have seen yes. it, but I it just it's locked in my mind, like adjacent with this song, or like just Me hand too. in hand. Yeah. Um, but I really do like the song. Yeah, it's so cute. It is. Super cute song. And it's, I guess, her first single from the album. And I, I remember that vividly. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I was just like listening to country radio with my dad or something still, because I do remember hearing the song a lot. Yeah. And this, even though like, it seems the same kind of formula as our older, ugh, as our older songs, um, it, to to me, it's a little bit of a departure from the early themes. Like it's not just the ideation of, is mm-hmm. ideation a word I don't remember. Uh, sure. Of love or like a breakup. It's a little bit more realistic because it shows, you know, things being rocky, but still things being yeah. good. I don't know. Some ups and downs. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. And just a little bit of background. Taylor described, described this song as a confession of some sort. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Obviously. About right. a real-life situa- <laughs> situation. 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 <laughs> About a real-life situation where a would-be boyfriend attempted to take their relationship to the next level. Oh. This was a little bit from what I was understanding. First of all, it's about Corey Monteith. Am I saying his name right? I had, That's how I would pronounce it, but I'm not a Glee fan, so I don't know. Yeah, I did watch the first season of Glee. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Is it any good? It's pretty good. Yeah, but then like, I don't know, I lost interest after that. But I mean, no offense to any Glee fans out there, but <laughs> that's what I feel like even Glee fans will admit like the first season is so good and then it just dropped off. Yeah, but I loved him. He was always so cute in Aww. it. And Yeah. RIP. Yeah. What's up with? I feel like the Glee cast is like, are they like cursed or something? Because of, I feel like a lot of them have died. Like him. <gasps> oh my him, gosh, you're the, right. Um, the girl, Santana, one, I think was her name in the show? Or yeah, something. she like died last year. And then I feel like a couple others. It's really sad. <laughs> it is super sad. I was actually reading about Corey Monteith's life. Like I was just on his Wikipedia page researching this song. And like his life is <laughs> really sad. He struggled with drug addiction. the time he was a teenager it's like oh man poor guy really sad i know well i wish that he and taylor would have dated longer but i think they only dated for like a month um and i guess just to give a little more details she said this there is a situation where a guy i just barely knew Corey, put his Mm -hmm. arm around me by the water and i saw the entire relationship flash before my eyes almost like a weird science fiction movie (laughs) and she said after i wrote the song after I wrote the song, things sort of fell apart, as things so often do, and I hadn't talked to him in a couple months. And the song came out, and that day, I got an email from him. And I was like, yes, because that one was sort of a half confession and half prediction or projection of what I saw. <laughs> so, oh yeah, that's,
1: that's, I mean, cool. it's really,
0: yeah, it's like, it is very, like, lifetime in a song-y. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the relationship didn't really go anywhere. I guess he put his arm around her by the water. Yeah, trying to make a move. Yeah. And she got, she maybe got a little spooked. (laughs) Yeah. And that, I think, is a major theme of this song, too, is just, uh, you know, wanting that love, you know, the true love thing, but just being a little afraid. Yeah. Yeah. And she even said that about the song, too, that it's a song about her tendency to run from love. Um, And then she added that every relationship she's been in has ended in goodbye, has ended in breakups, and that mine is sort of about finding the exception to that. So Yeah. So I mean, it is. It's it's a little fictional, really, because at least yeah, really they didn't move in together. But it is. <laughs> um, so I was wondering if this was maybe inspired by her parents' impending divorce at this time. <sighs> yeah. So must have been. It had to have been because I mean, like I always thought, like in the music video, the parents fighting thing. I always thought, like, oh, it's just like the story, whatever. Yeah. Just for the video, and it's fictional. I always just thought that her. The way they portray themselves to the media, it just seemed like they were just one big happy family, and you know they're nope. all working together and very happy. But I only learned this like a few days ago that her parents got divorced in 2011. Yeah, I saw that too. And I did not know that. Yeah. So I'm so, sure that had something to do about it. Definitely, because even though the it. divorce didn't happen until then, I mean, <laughs> kids pick up There's on stuff a lot leading up. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure. Sure, they've had some trouble. So, that's pretty sad. I mean, even like in the Miss Americana documentary, um, it shows the parents like being together and it doesn't, you know, gives no indication that they're not. Yeah. But you can tell like through Taylor's songs and even in the movie, um, how close she is with her mom. Yeah, she doesn't really talk about that as so much. much. Yeah, with her dad. Yeah. So well, he was kind of like a business guy, right? Like he Yeah. I don't know not that that means anything but I don't know and they still like her parents still work together to manage her career and everything yeah and they did wait until like seems like Taylor was pretty established and her little brother Austin had gone off to college at this point so maybe they stayed together for the kids oh that's sad it is really sad I just really didn't know I feel so dumb for like (laughs) like blindsided by it yeah but they kept it it really private so yeah good for them yeah Anyway, sorry to spend so much time talking about divorce um, and death. Yeah, right. Well, we get real serious in here, guys. Sorry. Well, to t- to segue into something more fun, you yeah. know, just a fun fact about the song. It was actually released, it was leaked online like almost two weeks before it was supposed to. Oh. By like a low quality MP3 file of the song somehow leaked. So. Big Machine Records decided to go ahead and just ship the song to country radio and iTunes earlier than they were going to. So, well, I wonder who leaked it. Hmm. I really, I don't know anything about leaks, so I don't, know I don't even know either. where to speculate on that. I don't know anything 4chan, about chan. I don't know. Is that a thing? Chewing In 2010. On. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um. Oh, this was interesting. So critics generally praise the song, but some called it formulaic for resonating her early work. What do you think about that? Would you say it's formulaic? I mean, see, that's what I was kind of saying earlier. It seems like it is, but it does seem a little bit different. It's not just, I, I'm not gonna say i not going to say idealizing. I can't say that word. I think you said it. <laughs> Am Ideal- I saying formulaic right? I mean, I don't know. I think I you know. are. Idealization. Because <laughs> it is, it's a little bit you know, sh- instead of just thinking of love as like this magical thing, it's like, okay, th- there's also the real world. There's mm-hmm. also the possibility of getting hurt. Like it's yeah. more balanced. I don't know. I mean, it's formulaic in the same way that every Taylor song is like the- she's got her tropes. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely tropey, but it's, I just feel like it's a little bit different than others. So yeah, I, I agree. Um, Oh, we need to talk about lyrics. I was going to jump into the tropes. Oh yeah. Let's talk about the lyrics. I mean, they're pretty straightforward. It paints yeah. a picture in yep. your mind's eye or whatever. Um, and even without, the, like, I don't know. I guess this. I'm song just laughing at <laughs> so... Sorry, your mind's eye or whatever. Like <laughs> Scott Pilgrim. Yes. Okay, continue on. <laughs> I say that way too often. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't remember now. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it just paints a picture. Even without, I mean, I think the music video is so synonymous with the song in my head. I'm definitely misusing that word. So like, I can't listen to the song without seeing the music video, but also I feel like the lyrics on their own still paint that picture. Yeah. yeah. Does that make sense? That totally I makes sense. sense. Yeah, it's a good, it's a story in a song. Yeah. That's for sure. An entire. And told well. In, indeed. Did you have a favorite or a least favorite? I had a favorite. Me too. Um. Do you want to go first? Um, you go first. I'm okay. scared. You're going to have the same one as me. I feel like we are. Uh, I fell in love with a careless man's careful daughter. She is the best thing that's ever been mine. Okay. So mine was different. Ooh, okay. <laughs> but it was the same. You made a rebel of a careless man's careful daughter. See, I love that too, but I love, I love the the old switcheroo, the switcheroo. Like, yeah, I just that it, from his perspective. Oh, I thought it. It tells an entire story in one line for real. Like she doesn't have to go into the background, but it's like, okay, you get it, just with that line. Yeah, like because, like, I mean, she does mention parents. Like, I don't want to. You'll say we'll never make our parents' mistakes. So, like that alludes to oh, that's true. You know what do I know? You know some uncertainty in her parents' relationship, but the careless man's careful daughter. So good. Such a good line. Yeah. Cause it just like what four words. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, you're like, yep, I know exactly what she means. Also this totally gives me only exception by Paramore vibes (laughs) in the best way possible. I love that song. Yeah. I haven't heard that song in a hot minute. Well, you need to listen right after this. Okay. Another line that I love that also paints a picture um, is just the very first line uh you were in college working part time waiting tables mm-hmm. i don't know why it's just like oh really okay it just you know you get the whole story of like how they met basically yeah or, you know how someone could meet yeah it's it's cute and they'd show that in the video just they like it's do. told just like it's written <sighs> i love w- it well should we talk about the tropes I mean, who Give me those some tropes. tropes? So I just had a hard time like actually pinning them down, even though they're very clearly there. And this, let's be honest, this song is Swifty as all heck. Oh, yeah. Um. So yeah, you mentioned switching perspectives in that final chorus, which she definitely does a lot. Yeah. Have we talked about that before? We had to have, but maybe not. I don't know. Uh. Yeah. She does that a lot. Uh, so we've got a small town, Um. Mm-hmm. being emotionally guarded or unsure about love. Lying mm-hmm. on the couch, yes, That um, is an a entire trope. lifetime in a song. Yep. Um, for some reason, like, do you remember or just like remembering? Do memories? you remember? Is that a thing? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, water, just in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, crying, but running out. Version. Ooh, yeah. Uh, fighting in the street. We've got a specific time. Almost two a.m. It's two thirty a.m. Hmm. Sheep. judges. 2 a.m. didn't counts. have the right amount of syllables. Mm-mm. Yeah, 2:30 so, a.m. definitely fits. Yeah. Um, so I'll I'll allow it. Um, leaving things <laughs> at the boy's house, learning secrets, but in a good way. So it's yeah. kind of flipped on its head there, because usually she's finding out secrets that she doesn't want to know, but in this, she's opening up and sharing secrets. I don't know. why I had to explain that. Like it made sense. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, expecting like a goodbye, like like oh, this is it. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah. Probably. I. Okay. I'll allow it. Okay, thank you. So yeah, <laughs> they were like hard. It's less like individual lyrics and more just themes. And so I had a hard time just like yeah. actually wording what these themes are, you know. So I like it. Indeed. Good job. Well, there was a music video. There was, and we've talked about it a lot. But here we go again. Let's talk about it again. Um, I have nothing else to say. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) You mentioned it all. (laughs) I I mean, it it basically perfectly illustrates the song. Yeah, Um, it goes so well. Um, The only thing, like, so the guy is like kind of cute. The only thing, (gasps) not a huge fan of his little scruff, scruff beard. Yeah, no, I don't don't like it. No. (laughs) Because, like, the first couple of times I watched the music video, like, within the past week, I've watched it a bunch just so it would be in my head. Yeah. Um, Like, I watched it for the first time in forever and i was like Ugh, he's not that cute but then i don't know <laughs> he kind of grew on me after i watched it a couple times i don't know why <laughs> oh i think he's adorable and now they make yeah. a very they make a very attractive blonde couple i have to say For real taylor is so cute with her side braid yes and her whenever she has her hair in the curly ponytail oh yeah the cutest um also those little blonde kids <laughs> The blonde kids. I was going to say that, like this blonde oh, my family. Goodness. The little blonde adorable. family. The only thing um, that throws me off though is, you know, when they're doing the full flash forward and the kids are like four, and, she's and pregnant. she still looks <laughs> straight up nineteen. Oh yeah, <laughs> she looks yeah, like true. a little baby, and he also looks very young too. So it's like, well, yeah. But I mean, what are they going to do? Put on aging makeup for four years? Like, I mean, Taylor hasn't really aged that much. No, she, kinda- she actually. Even like at the four years that went by in real life, she probably didn't look that much different. Like, yeah. Um, I love the pictures uh, it, like in hanging the forest? from forest? Yes. Oh my yeah, that's gosh. Cool. So cute. I like how in the end it's like flashes back and she's still just like sitting at the table and this guy's like, what? Like, <laughs> uh, so, what do you want to eat? So, like, did you want some coffee? Or- so, like, I imagine she's like staring. For the entire length, however long the song is, like, yeah, three four minutes or something. yeah, I don't know <laughs> for an entire four minutes. She's like, just staring. And he's like, uh, ma'am, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, one more thing, though. Them Please. on the beach is the absolute cutest. I don't know why. Like, she's wearing like the cute dress and he's wearing like, oh, yeah, jeans. Yeah, I, don't, I love it. It's so cute. I love it. And then at the end, well, at the sort of end with the kids and they're all playing in the water at the beach. That's cute, too. Yep. Do you remember when we were sitting there by the water? She had, they, to, they had at to be at by no the water. were they sitting by the water, by the way. Ooh. Well, no, actually, I think they were. They did, like, kiss on the beach. Oh. Uh, 'Cause Because I was okay. looking, <laughs> like, halfway through the video, I was like, have they, like, kissed at all? Because I was wondering if it was going to be, like, love story where they just nose touch for three minutes straight. <laughs> I was like, "Are they just gonna nuzzle noses?" Oh, okay, they kiss it. All right, never mind. Oh boy, my bad. <laughs> uh, good old Toby. Oh, oh okay. Tobes. Well, this kind of leads into it. the secret message. Uh, the secret message is <clears throat> Toby, Toby, <laughs> Toby, because this British actor Toby Hemingway. What an awesome British last name. That is played, yeah, yeah, yeah. Played Taylor's love interest <laughs> in the music video for Mine. So all right, so old Tobers. Yeah, he I thought I thought it was funny that she did the secret message based on the music video. Cuz I guess yeah. the music video came out before the album. Right? If this yeah, was the I, first single, so. Yeah, I that imagine makes sense. it would have, yeah. So that's pretty cute. I mean, maybe maybe they liked each other on the side of this music video. She's going to start that rumor. Sure. You heard it here Might first, as well. folks. Um, what would you rate this? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Like a 6 6.5, maybe. I gave it a seven. So, okay. Yeah, fair well, enough. I like it. I like it. But yeah, I don't know. It's like what, when I listen to the first several songs, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I heard it so many times. It, yeah. It, it's good. It's really good. It's not like my favorite, though. True. I agree. I did give it a seven, so, though. Well, um, you, that's only point five <laughs> off. No. And it's not low. Like, because no. it's not one I'm going to skip. The only thing, like, it is a good album opener but it's not like super strong and it's not like i can think of another song that would open the album better you know what i mean yeah because like when i think of like killer album openers fearless for one. Oh goodness um and also red probably has my absolute favorite just like this is the album state of grace it's just so good yeah yeah red does have a really good opener so this is the one that's just kind of like yeah. It's not a bad opener by any means, but it doesn't, like, introduce me to the album. I almost feel like Sparks Fly could have been a better opener, maybe. I but... was thinking the same, but it works so well as the second song, it does. so I it don't does. know. Yeah. I don't want to – I'm not going to get in an argument with Taylor about song order, because she knows best, obviously. Taylor knows best. <laughs> um, So, Swifty scale? Swifty scale. Uh, I was thinking, like, a yeah, 7.5. Yeah, it's pretty Swifty. You got the 230. Well, you don't have rain or kissing, but. Right. Yeah. That's what kind of. But There's it's like lot just thematically others. and the fact that it's a whole story. Yeah. No, seems, I agree. Yeah. Because it's not super. It's not like an 8.5. No, no. It, but it's not, no. not a 6.5. So 7.5. 7.5. Um, bills to pay. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Or 7.5 parents mistakes. <laughs> yes. Uh. I like it all. Uh wow. We did it. That took a long time. And this is why we're going to try to do less songs. Okay. Do you want to take a quick break? And then we will come back. Yeah, let's do it. For Sparks Fly. Let's do it. Oh, welcome back, Swifties. Wow, hate that. And we're back. <laughs> I like yours better. Okay. Um, so are you ready to jump into, ooh, jump, then fall into Sparks, Sparks Fly. Fly, track number two. Sparks Fly. So, Every time I plug in my laptop like in this room for some reason. <laughs> Does it still do that? Yeah, I don't know. It's like the little adapter thingy that the charger comes with. It like shorts and it goes like, and like I've seen it spark. Oh, wow. So this song is actually, um, little known fact, <laughs> written about Jess's laptop. Oh, Thank you. So, yeah. Thank you, Taylor. It's okay, you can, awesome just edit. Is, you can just edit that entire thing out. Okay, and sparks th- fly. <laughs> <laughs> um, So this is... Fearless too, it kind of is, but a little bit more based on real people. True, um, but s- also a little bit darker to me. Like um, this guy is a, kind of the bad boy, and True. it's just got a little bit more. Um, I don't know, a little bit more darkness to it than like driving down the road with, with ugh, driving down the road with like a, the hot guy. You know, yeah, with the guy with the nice hair. Yeah, yeah. So you know, this guy also has nice hair. He does. That's true. Let's not discount well, that. Taylor definitely has a type. For um, sure. So Sparks Fly, according to Taylor, is about falling for someone who you maybe shouldn't fall for, but you can't st- stop yourself because there's such a connection in chemistry. She said- so This is uh, the guy from um, The Way You Loved Me, but like- Yeah. The mixed bad with guy. The-, <laughs> the Jess Mariano. The Jess Mariano. Um, and she actually wrote this like a while ago. In fact, prior to Tim McGraw, even. That is crazy. Honestly, I did not know that. Yeah. And I guess like she had played it at concerts um, before, like she even knew it was going to be on an album. And I don't know, the fans, I guess, always liked it. And I think she did it. Yeah. Demanded it. And she changed it some. Well, Um, that's cool because I don't I don't know if it would have fit on her first album. You know, or even on Fearless. I think it it could have fit on Fearless, but I'm glad that... I don't know what she changed in it, of course, but I I think it fits this album so good. It really does. And it's a confession of sorts. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, it's about a real person. Yeah. Um, country singer Jake Owen, allegedly. So I guess she's confessing, hey, I had this crush on you. And <laughs> yeah, that's um, it's a little bit awkward since it's so after the fact, but... Yeah, and he has those green eyes, which we know Taylor likes. Um, Yeah. And yeah, I thought it was cool that she reworked it. Yeah. And I guess there was an old version on the internet, and I tried finding a link to it and it was gone. And then I tried finding another version and it was like someone, something recorded, like someone recorded on their LG chocolate. Of course. And like the nosebleeds. So yeah, <laughs> I could barely hear it, but I guess some of the lyrics changed. I think it was more like, had more banjo and stuff. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. This is most definitely like a pop. I mean, it's definitely, it's country-ish because of the do, 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 do. Yeah. <laughs> but it's more, it's definitely leaning more towards pop. Um, it's honestly, it's so cute. I really love this song. I do like the song a lot. It's, it's a bop. <laughs> it's definitely one of those, like, yeah, I don't know. It's just like quintessential swift. yeah, songs to oh, me it's like, extremely, extremely swifty to me. Um, also, um, yeah, the violin part is so catchy. It's in my head all the time. Um, it, yeah, to me, it's just it's it's fearless too for reals this time, but like a little bit something else like has a little bit of a sense of danger to it. It's like, yeah. Like a little, cars a little more mature, a little more grown up, yeah, a little more. Um, lead me up the staircase, yeah, <laughs> a little. Um, like sh- she's hitting on some themes that she's not touched on before, I don't think. And actually, apparently, the um, again, I couldn't find like a confirmed source, but apparently, the older lyrics were a little bit more spicy, really, in the bridge because this then- is like this is pretty spicy for. You're someone with such a good girl image. Yeah. I mean, I mean compared to now it's probably right. not. But yeah. Well, true. But at the time. <laughs> no, yeah, like when this album came out she was squeaky squeaky clean she was. and she was, you know, yes, very um yes, innocent. Very in yes. Um so yeah, I was a little when I was reading through these lyrics I guess sometimes I just didn't really know what she was saying in the bridge and I was like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, well, but it's not it's not super um like obvious it's still it's, it's, it's still like pg for sure definitely it's like a like a kissing scene in a movie like yeah like close your eyes so, it's all good yeah. uh <laughs> well did you have a favorite line um i did uh i love the first lines the way you move is like a full-on rainstorm and i'm a house of cards okay you stole my line again uh, oh no no it's okay wow it's a good one it is so good a full-on rainstorm yeah there nothing like crazy stood out to me yeah i mean i do like the urgency of drop everything now <laughs> Maybe yeah in the pouring rain the rain yeah <laughs> so much rain but the idea <laughs> the of rain. the house of cards i love yeah and the fact that she's like the way you move is like a full-on rainstorm i don't yeah. know like it's it's good Yeah. See, there's that sense of danger. Um, So I have never watched the show House of Cards, but I can only assume that this is the theme song for it. Right. Ah, I mean, yeah, that would be obviously, that would be awesome. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, I mean, these lyrics, it paints a picture. I mean, the green eyes. Yeah. I do also love Give Me Something That'll Haunt Me When You're Not Around. I love the delivery of that line a lot. Oh, that's a good one, too. (laughs) When did she sing that one? I guess I, uh, the end, the second to last line in the chorus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The delivery, like the vocal melody on this is so good. It really is. Catchy. It's, yeah. She definitely polished it up real good. Yeah, so now I'm just really dying to hear the original. Yeah, maybe I need to do some more digging. I just, it's like when you get that quality video, it's like, I can't, no, I can't listen to this. No, it hurts my ears. Maybe she'll, <gasps> what if she does in the re recorded version? Oh, maybe. That would be cool. The Taylor's version. So I am definitely looking forward to Taylor's version of this album. But oh, me too. I will say, like, her voice is, there is a huge improvement between fearless in this album like she so good on her voice probably because of the backlash that she got from that grammy's performance that inspired her to write the song mean mm. which we will get to but we'll get there <laughs> but you know and that is that's amazing that she you know she took the criticism she was like you know what instead of just being like oh this is how my voice sounds like screw Deal you with it yeah <laughs> yeah she was like you know what i'm gonna work on it i'm gonna hone my craft and it paid off so yeah and i mean she's still young so like her voice is still maturing yeah. 19, probably. Exactly. Um, what? Is it trope time? I mean, it is trope. We covered How our How much lines. time do we have? Uh, About because- because- <laughs> the rest of the day. Go ahead. All right. Who has six Just hours to Just sing us the spare? entire song. All right. So it starts off. We're, <laughs> we're going to not sing the entire song. We're going to look at every single word. We're going to okay. read it. And we're going to analyze each Okay. Well, you got storm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the whole dang thing. Uh, we got Rain. And kissing, and kissing in the rain, mm. all separate, too. Even though I yeah. guess, well, anyway. Oh, yeah, it's because they're kissing on the sidewalk. You assume it's in the rain, but there it is. Yeah. Um, These eyes that are green, which is definitely double points. Yes. Now, I just am wondering, were they like a jungle? I, that's what I was wondering, honestly. Yeah. Um, Jungle eyes still, like, <laughs> that's such an interesting, like, way to say it. And yet, here we are. Um. <laughs> uh i lost my place okay we got a smile we yes. have lights we've got this bad boy who has nice hair mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. this love definitely seems like forbidden you know he's a bad idea or a yeah. rainstorm or like etc um love being able to fix everything or being everything she needs true uh, kiss me on the sidewalk take away the pain yep um this blind in love thing being on guard to everyone except this love interest Love interested, is what I was about to say. Love interest. Um, we've got a staircase. Um, is this tale ish uh, I don't know. I'd say so. Uh, we've got whispers. I feel like that's a thing. Fireworks. Yep. Touching. <laughs> I mean, every literally, and, pick whatever you want. It's a trope. And I mean, the fact that she's kind of has, it's like this unrequited crush kind of thing. Yeah, Which I mean, doesn't really say that, but we kind of know that from the theme. Yeah, because she's confessing her love. Yes. Yeah, it doesn't seem established. Like, she's hoping that he will drop everything now, meet her in the pouring rain, because we're on the sidewalk. And I mean, obviously he can't, because he's like old Uh, compared to her at this time. But you know. (laughs) And that's, there's a forbidden (laughs) love story, guys. Yeah, I feel like I'm definitely, I mean, being captivated. I don't know. I feel like I've missed a couple, but that's the... That's the gist. I mean, yeah, really the whole song. Yeah, because it's not, you know, she does her individual tropes, but also thematically, it's extremely yeah. tropey. I like how that, the uh, mine got, like, oh criticized for being formulaic, but this one didn't. Right? Or maybe it did too, Explain. but this one yeah. is definitely more formulaic to me than mine. Definitely, this literally, it's like, sh- <laughs> it's Like, fearless. okay, I'm going to get some rain and some kissing mm-hmm. and um a guy. Mm-hmm that's kind of bad I you know maybe a bad idea and I'm just gonna sing about it you know what he's so bad but he does it so well it's true is Taylor like the music version of the Marvel movies to some people like <laughs> just writing the same song over and over <laughs> to some people yeah probably <laughs> but like it works it's always good I exactly. mean it's, it's never gonna be terrible it's always gonna be solid exactly no, I don't agree I don't agree with that but you know no definitely I can not, see some people like, sing. yeah yeah I'm sure people think that, but they would be wrong. So the music video.
1: The music music video. video.
0: Which I didn't, I watched it, but I was like, I don't know if this really counts. It does, because the music video for Fearless was the same kind of thing. Oh, that's true. Because she released it, this, Fearless was her last single of the album, and she released this, the, not this, but she released the music video for it after the tour, so it was kind of like a farewell to that era kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and this seemed like the same kind of deal. Like all of the footage was from the Speak Now tour. Was this the last so, single? This was the second to last. There oh, was okay. another one that was. That's the bonus. Was ours a bonus track, or was it really on the album? I already forgot. <laughs> I don't know either. Um, but yeah, ours was the last single. But this oh, okay. was the second to last. So the tour was either it may have still been going on, but um, yeah, there was all the tour footage. That tour looks wild. It does. It's so theatrical and. So- so, much. so cool like I they mean, had like aerialists and stuff i'm like what is this cirque de soleil she was ringing a big old bell yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so what would you rate this well hold on wait the oh, secret message sorry. real quick is portland oregon <gasps> which is um where she played with her crush jake owen in a bar so that kind of Solidifies the fact that it's shade going. Yeah, especially, I mean, if she's going to call out people in song and then put the secret message also about them. True. No hiding. No hiding from this. No. You okay. Not a oh, Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's rate this. What would you rate it? I gave it a seven because it's just so classic Taylor and I love it. I mean. I gave it a 6.5 because oh, I also love it. We switched. It's not like my favey fave, but I still enjoy it a lot. Yeah, I think it's just, it, yeah, it's just, again, it's just so classic. Yeah. Kind of like Fearless. Yeah, for real. Especially considering how every time we see the album art for Speak Now, we just think of this song. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's forever stuck in my head. Yes. So, yeah, as far as the Swifty scale, dude. Like a 9, at least? Or 9.5? I, I mean, I literally wrote 11. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I think so this is just as swifty is Fearless, huh? Just Honestly, maybe more because of the bad boy aspect. That's true. That's like, true. She doesn't I mention I mean, dress. I guess we can't. But true, but I mean that's that's hmm. fine. But I mean, I it's think it's, it's I think it's a ten. All right, I but agree I did, with you. I did write eleven because it is an eleven in my heart. <laughs> but I figured we shouldn't like break the algorithm and like try to. Yeah, better not. <laughs> because otherwise, I would have given a perfectly good heart a negative one or something. so <laughs> We're still going on about um, that song. I'm so oh, sorry. So ten houses of cards. Ooh, ten lights going wild. Ten full on rainstorms. Ten bad ideas. Ooh, I like ten that. pairs of bad idea jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't she mention jeans or a dress in this? No one's like I'm offended. Yeah, there's no, there no, there's, there's no clothing. There's no clothing so far. Hmm. And I mean, what time and? day did they meet in the pouring rain. I need to know that. (sighs) Like was it a Tuesday at like 2 a.m. Right. Did the did the lights go down? Does that count as nighttime? That's not that's not specific enough. I don't know. But I still will give it a 10. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's fine. It is it is a 10. Oh man. We did it. We did it and I'm excited for the rest of this (sighs) album. Man, I am too. Um so join us next time. If you want to, <laughs> no, no, Kristen, no. Join us next time or else. Demand it. Like drop everything now. Drop everything Meet now. me in the pouring rain. <laughs> and listen to this podcast in the pouring rain. Okay. All right. So join us next time. This is not a choice. This is a demand um, where we will be talking about the songs back to December and speak now. Um, And that's all we got. And Swifties yeah. out. Swifties. <laughs> I said Swifties. <laughs> I need another cup of tea.